Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Jacob Albrocht, Tommy Kester. This is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 12.40 KFH. On a Wednesday edition, it's Hump Day. Wichita State Athletic Director Kevin Saul will jump in, top of the next hour. It is the first day officially of men's basketball practice, so the timing's good there. We'll have a chance to talk to Kevin about conference play underway in Wichita State volleyball, as well as the big gift to Wichita State so- uh, softball. So lots to get to with Kevin Saul again. That's coming up at the top of the next hour. By the way, if you ever have any questions you want us to ask him or get answers for, you can shoot us a comment on those in our video streams on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, or you can uh, comment to Tommy and I on X or Twitter. Uh, we can try to get to some of those as well. A little listener participation. Of course, you can always call in and get in touch with the show anytime on the IHOP hotline. Uh, glad to be able to bring you that IHOP hotline where guests can enjoy, by the way, the new pumpkin spice pancake combo. Again, that's 869 1240. Lots of giveaways to get to today. Uh, we'll give away Dropkick Murphy tickets. We've got those new to the program to give away. They're coming October 4th, next week to the Wave. So we've got some tickets there. We've got some Paw Patrol tickets left. And we have some Wichita Thunder tickets left, as well as some HTO Ice Tea. We'll do it all here on the show today. I'm Jacob Albrocht alongside Tommy Caster, Chad Chambers producing. Glad to be here with you. Tommy, how are you today? I'm doing good. Are you a pumpkin spice guy? I, I heard you mention the pumpkin spice pancakes at IHOP. Are you a, a fan of that flavor combination? You know, I don't know. Um, I love pumpkin pie. So I'm okay. going to guess that I am. I don't drink sweet drinks, or you know, which is where most of the pumpkin spice comes into play, right? So I am not 100% sure. I know that sometimes my wife will like make homemade pumpkin pancakes, and they're really good. So I'm going to guess that the pumpkin spice pancakes at IHOP are probably amazing, right? But I don't, yeah. you know, the pumpkin spice craze has come through drinks, and I don't drink sweet drinks. So, like HTO, the stores, we did, we, we're doing for the fall apple, uh, 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 peach cobbler, right? Okay. And so it's like, okay, uh, but I can get that unsweet. 
So this, you know, it's the spice isn't always my favorite because there's a little of that in there too. But like the sweet stuff, so like, you know, the the all the coffee drinks that are that way. I I, I mean, I've told you this before. Like, I I, I drink coffee, right? Just mm-hmm. black coffee. Right. Uh, my my favorite adult beverage is just like whiskey and water. So like, I never like to have sweet stuff. I yeah. mean, every once in a while, like I like Diet Dr. Pepper. That's probably about as sweet as I get. And like I'm talking one of those, you know, those little mini cans they make. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's about as much as I got. You know, the thing about pumpkin spice, like my wife is really into it. And, you know, she's making like pumpkin spice coffees every morning and she's got the creamer in the fridge and all of that. And I understand like that's the, the fall flavor, but it's like 93 degrees outside. Like, you know, we're going through like another one of those like mini heat waves and we're really not totally out of summertime yet. And it just, it's weird to me. Like, I don't want to be drinking like pumpkin spice anything when I feel when it's like warm it's, outside. you know, 95 degrees outside. Of course, pancakes are different. I can eat. That is you know, different. Yeah. I, I'm all on board with something like that. You know, I'm just yeah. talking about the drinks here. But right. like when there's sweet potato pancakes or whatever like i'm in on all that so yeah i'm a pumpkin spice pancake would i I think would be amazing like we we do make pumpkin pancakes it'd be kind of the same thing at home sometimes for the kids and everybody loves them in fact maybe we should do that or maybe we should just go to ihop and get some pumpkin spice pancakes uh speaking of you know just like our giveaways and all the all the reads we just had dropkick murphy's where are you with the dropkick murphy's tommy because i saw them maybe like uh, 25 years ago right? in Amarillo, and this was like a ska stage. So I was in a band. I know I'd sound like I've lived this adventurous life. I used to be a pro wrestler, all these things. I was a drummer in a rock and roll band back in like the okay. eighth grade uh, into probably my sophomore year of high school. And there was a, a brief stage of that band where we were like, all right, we're going to be a ska band. And so we, you know, we listened to all the ska. So I went to a Dropkick Murphy show, and I, I went to several – ska shows which are a blast by the way but maybe not so much as you get into the more intense like mosh pits of a ska concert when you're i don't know 13 years old and you're like what is happening right now uh but it was fun like i i mean i hadn't thought about the dropkick murphys in a long time but that's really cool right yeah you've got that kind of uh what celtic vibe i guess you know with the dropkick murphys i'm a i'm a fan um i followed them for a long time you and i are about the same age so um, I, I know it's shocking. I was in a band also when I was in high school. Yeah, I played. I played guitar in the band. I was not very Thanks good. Listen, but I, if anybody I out there plays the bass, we got a guitar and a drum set up and ready to roll here. Yeah, I, I think I maybe know three chords. Uh, but hey, it was cool to try to pick up girls. That was basically the only that's reason why we why, did it. That's you know, the I only reason to do we it. did it. Yeah, that's but why we, we did. We, we never went a couple. Yeah, couple we, we never went parties. Through, uh, we never went through a ska phase, though, uh, and mainly because I don't think we had anybody that knew how to play the horns. Like, that was kind of the, the missing piece for that. Well, listen, we didn't start that way. We started as, like, uh, you know, we played some Green Day. We played some Lit. And we played some, some of the hits of the, you know, mid to late 90s. And then I, I think we added a new member of the band who was a little bit older, and he sort of just, like, convinced us all that that's what we needed to be doing. So we probably made, like, one one – uh, ska song that was ours and then it just all sort of fizzled out and didn't last very long it, it's and i'll tell you like drums aren't something that just sort of translate either like you can't just like sit around and play the drums like my my college roommate uh was an amazing musician and i could 
jam with him like with a bongo or something. But even then, it was like I, I and I I learned the harmonica a little bit, and I don't think I could still play the harmonica because that's another instrument you can't really just kind of play by yourself. At least like to my skill level, like we just play along with somebody. Like everything right. I know how to do is playing along with somebody. So, uh, yeah, but it's uh. It's a great time. I love music. Can you play the drums now? Like if, if we set you in a like drum a set, drum could you rock set? it? Yeah. Uh, like could you be like a Travis Barker right now? Like sit down and just go. No, crazy no, on the drums? no, 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 no. I, I can I can play like a drum. I, I've got my best musical ability is is percussion, like keeping a beat and doing okay. all that. So yes, I can provide support for anybody. Can I rip it on like an eight piece anymore? Right. Oh no, I doubt it. You know, like it, but I could, you know, I could survive with like a drum, a cymbal, and maybe a kick bass, like just real were you simple. A, were you one of those singing drummers? Because those are pretty no. rare. When you get the microphone in front of the and no, I was too while shy. Playing drums? Okay. I was too shy at that stage of life to ever have like sang in front of people. Uh, so from I don't know about that time, honestly, is probably when it hit. Like where I just what like this crippling shyness, mostly around girls, right? Obviously, sure. Um, so, no, I would have never done that. And honestly, that kind of stuck through until maybe my sophomore year of college. And then, like, immediately my give-a-blank just totally broke, and now I don't care at all. Like, I mean, I still don't like public speaking or anything like that, but I got no issue, like, karaokeing or anything like that. So it would not It would be far less of a problem now. I mean, with the appropriate amount of lubrication, we'll say that, too. Oh, like, all right. right, guys. Knowing, knowing yes, the Jeff. levels that you're talking about, knowing the uh, – the level of bass player of uh, the drummer that you are, guitar player that Tommy is. If that's mm-hmm. the level we're talking about, I can play the bass. Oh yes, the sports Let's daily go. band. Oh, <laughs> it. it's happening. If if that's this the level happening. we're talking about, then yes, <laughs> we're gonna have a three chord lead, uh, Jad <laughs> yep. on the bass, and Albrock with a you know with a bongo, and it'll be the best thing ever. Um, <laughs> How are your pipes, Jad? Like, are you? We need a front man. Yeah, so so. I don't know if I can do you know it while playing could, tr- while trying to badly play the bass, though. I'm not sure I could do could, it then. We could have my four year old son be our front man. I'm ninety percent sure that's what he's going to do with his life. Um, <laughs> I think I, if I talked here about his like love of classic rock. Oh yeah, this kid loves classic rock. Like, I, I we maybe have decided that. Queen might be his favorite band, as, you know, because ACDC, what we thought was, because he loves like a lot of their hits. But then, like every time he hits a Queen song, and I'm like, "Are you are you sure this might not be?" Your? So he's he and and that makes me think as like it, we might have like a little Freddie Mercury here because he, man, he like doesn't that. mind it. He loves to jam. He loves to dance around. But then today we were driving around this morning, and and my wife is. In her car, there's country music on, like modern country, right? Like the hits. I mean, he's singing all these songs. And I'm like, you've told me before that you want me to change it from country to rock, Rocky Roll, as he calls it. But now you know all these songs. Like he memorizes these songs. So I'm like, it doesn't matter what it is. You just know all of it, apparently. Uh, Does so, he yeah. have the Freddie Mercury range? Like can he go from low to high? And He can get high. He can yeah. get high, and he has okay. a naturally vo- low voice. So possibly um, nice. we could, you know groom him for this i i suppose to just be a, a front man but now it looks like it could be of any genre so maybe we need to hey taylor swift's in the news maybe we need to maybe we need to hit the hit a little of that and just see what sticks here by the way the travis kelsey podcast with his brothers 
I think out last night or today. Um, so some fun with there. He's he didn't like at least in the brief clip I saw this morning, he didn't give any great detail other than no. he thought it was cool how much fun she was having in the booth with his friends and family. And he thought it was cool that his friends and family seemed to really like her as, you know, just whatever, just hanging out there. So, I, I, look, the way that I saw it, it I, I think it probably is something in its infancy, and they're just kind of feeling things out. And I got like, it's the strangest thing. And and look, we've talked about it before. It's fun because it's fun to have fun with, right? Like, it, none, none of this really means anything to me, like, in reality. But it's a fun idea and thing to talk about. And it's strange because we're talking, like, I'm talking about it with, I, I didn't know there were this many Swifties. And I don't think they're, like, closet Swifties. I'm sure they'd wear it as, like, a badge of honor, you know, on their chest easily. But, like, as you talk about it, you just, like, all of a sudden people chime in and they're like, well, yeah, you know, I'm a Swifty. And I'm like, what? Is this, like, a thing? Is there, like, an official club of being a Swifty? Like, what, what's happening here? Yeah, the uh, podcast episode, uh, I, I know that he mentioned how much fun he had this weekend with all of it. And I'm sure he did. Uh, and just how it was a perfect weekend for Chiefs fans and all of that. But, you know, it's his personal life. And he, you know, he wants to respect that, wants to respect her personal life, all of that. And so... You know, there wasn't really any like major detail spilled in the uh, in the podcast episode, but, uh, you know, at least good to see him address it. Yeah, well, Trav, uh, the the specific details obviously can can stay back, but if you can't like publicly shoot your shot for Taylor Swift and then like have her in the press box, there, there is no personal life when this is that's that's. That's the world you're now living in. And I think he knows that. And I think he can say, you know, and, and it's just never, I, I don't know. Like I saw something on one of like the gossip shows that they snuck her out of the suite in a popcorn machine or something. Like what a, what a crate. Like, do you ever think like, is there any amount of celebrity like that that would ever be worth it? Is there any part of that that would be worth it to you? Cause I don't, I don't think that it would be like, I, I don't, I, it's hard to answer that because I, I, you know, you and I have never experienced that level of celebrity. I mean, you get to sit at the state fair and sign eight and a half by 11 Correct. glossies all day. Yeah. So you, you know more about it than I do, which is the strangest reality to ever live in, by the way. It's like, you, why, yeah. you want me to do that? Oh, okay. Like I, yeah. I can do that for you. Uh, it's, it's, I, I love it. It's sweet. I love going to the state fair, but even that, like in it, you know, you get to the point too, when you work in TV for a long time, like I have, like you, there's like a look, Right. Like there's always a look. And so I have to have my wife help with me because I'm not good at remembering names, especially. Um, and as I get older, I'm getting worse at remembering like anything. So you, there's a look and it's very common. It's very normal. So like if I'm at, you know, Home Depot, I know what the look is and it's very easy. But if I'm in a place that's a look, like at a school or something, it's like, oh, crap. Now, like, do I know? Like, are our kids, you know, in the same class? Have we met before? Do you, do I know you? Have you just seen? And so then it gets a little challenge. So that's where I have to, like, lean into my wife. Like, yeah. oh, hey. And she, and she's pretty good. Like, she knows it because she used to work in TV. She knows the look. But she's much right. better at remembering people, too. So, like, it's much easier for her than it is for me. But, like, even then, like, nothing's – I mean, it's almost never uncomfortable, right? It's just right. sometimes people just know who you are. That, that That's you not have... a big deal. Like, do you have a, a list of like the the different nicknames when you don't know somebody's name that you're like, 
hey, chief. Hey, big guy. No, I. Hey there, I, buddy. The thing is for me, like, even if I do know somebody, I probably say, like, hey, man, like, whether I know you or don't know you. Yeah. So it's that right. I, I that's not even like fabricated. That's just what I say to people. Yeah. Um, but so to think about and then so there's that's that's one thing easy to manage. Right. Like not burdensome in life at all. Then you get to where like Travis Kelsey is, which is perhaps one of the two biggest celebrities in Kansas City. Right. You don't go anywhere where 90 percent of the people don't know who you are. So but even then, I I can't imagine that it's like overwhelmingly burdensome. It's probably, you know, fun and flattering and endearing. And then you get to like Taylor Swift status where it's like dangerous to go out in public. Like you can't be like and no offense, Swifties, but Swifties are kind of cray. So like it's just like, uh, yeah, OK, like I can't. So that's where Travis Kelsey's like entering. OK, you're, you're about to enter this new stratosphere. Are you comfortable with this? Are you comfortable with like if you if you do something that these people uh, in infer is hurting her feelings like they're legitimately not going to like you? And and they're crazy, right? Like, no, again, no offense, Swift fans, like, whatever. They're kind of crazy. And I think most Swifties would admit that, at least the ones I've talked to have fully admitted that. Uh, I mean, that's just the way it is. So good luck, Trap. You know, you, there is no personal life in something like this. I think he has a pretty good understanding of that. I mean, he's a reality TV star. He's been on Saturday Night Live, all these things. I think he's very comfortable in that world. Uh, but the reason we like him is because he is very relatable, and it's almost like, we can imagine ourselves entering this world vicariously through Travis Kelsey because he does have so much in common with the common man. And and I think his brother is the perfect example of that. Uh, all right, let's go to Bob real quick on the IHOP hotline. Wants to talk a little music. Bob, what's on your mind? Hey, guys, have a good morning. Uh, I repair garage doors besides the point. I, anyway, I was repairing the garage door, uh, replacing a spring, and there's about a five-year-old girl out there. Must have just learned to whistle. But she's whistling away, and I, I said, is, is, it, is that a tune you made up? Because I kind of recognize it. She says, no, it's uh, ACDC, rock and roll, ain't noise pollution. And it just yes. warmed my heart. Uh, it warms – it, Bob, it yeah. warms my heart every time. Like he yeah. knows – he, he loves that song, by the way. Uh, yeah. He loves that song. He loves Thunderstruck. Like he was singing Thunderstruck with oh, his sisters yeah. last night when they were brushing their teeth. And I'm like, this yeah, is amazing. Uh, my that's girls funny. also liked, we call it Rocky Roll. And Rocky I have to be roll. really careful too. Like, you know, when we first started listening with the girls, you know, we're like throwing the goat and headbang. And then I'm like, no, we got to go to preschool. We get, we can't throw the goat. Uh, let's <laughs> change that. So then it turned into like the peace sign. And so we've gone through this yeah. thing and they liked it. But not like he does. Like, he connects with the music. He will rattle off songs in the car, whether it's uh, Girls, 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 or Back in Black, or Yesterday, Another One Bites the Dust. Like, he's like, oh, that's yeah. Rock Me Like a Hurricane. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, it is. And he gets it, like, on the guitar riff. Like, you know, like the rest of us. It's like, wow, this right. is incredible. That is great. It's wild. Yeah, rock and roll will never die, man. That's right. Good stuff. Not the, not the good stuff. Hey, Thanks, I got to just say, Jacob, Jacob, I just got to say, like, as long as he stays away from Hot for Teacher, I think it's probably okay for now. Wait, Hot for Teacher? Yeah, you know, Hair Band, Hot for Teacher. I'm going to... That one song, right? I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look okay. it up during the you break and make sure teacher? which song... 
Here's the thing about hair bands, and I can rattle off all the songs. I don't know the lyrics Van of Halen, them. baby. Come on. No, I know. I know. I'm sure. I'm quite 100% certain I know the song. I just got to okay. I, I, I gotta get the, catch the riff. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about now. It's, yeah. it's clicked. It's clicked. He has not. I don't think he's heard that one, actually. No, I don't think he's heard that one. Probably but, a good idea to keep him away from that He's not listening to the words. Like, I, I don't even know what half the words of Rocket... What's that old commercial where it was pour some sugar on me and they went through and, like, made fun of what people thought that lyric was? Yeah. yeah. It's one of the best commercials ever because that's all of us, right? Like, before the internet, when you couldn't look up song lyrics, you just made up what you thought they were saying. It was great. until right. you, Unless you, like, physically had the CD, right, and you could look in the little booklet. Like, we didn't know what they were saying. Uh... As you get to be a parent, you are far more concerned about what's being said. But then I try to remember, like, we didn't know when we were kids what was being said. And if we did know the words, we didn't know what it meant anyway. Uh, 869-1240 is the number on that IHOP hotline. Thanks, Bob, there for chiming in. Thanks for uh, going down a windy road there to open the show. We'll talk a little uh, We'll talk a little sports here on Sports Daily when we return. All Brock and Caster coming right back. Welcome back, everybody. You know, Hot for Teacher, you brought that up, Tommy. I, I, That's a great song. Of course, I know that song, but a perfect example of, I had no idea what that song was about. Or that that's, I don't yeah. even think I knew that he was saying Hot for Teacher. I thought that song was called, like, I Got It Bad or something. I, I you know. I was going to say, I mean, the title is literally Hot for Teacher. You I know, know, but what that's that what meant. I mean. Like, you know, if it pops up, I mean, I, it's the guitar riffs, like, in most of these. And I wasn't. And I, listen, this will offend a lot of people. I understand. I don't know as much Van Halen probably as I know some of them, but like, of course, I know that song. Uh, but it's it's why like Michelle's like, should he be listening to that? And I'm like, he has no idea what they're saying. I don't even know what they're saying. Yeah, a lot I'm not the sure that they like. I'm not sure Van Halen could have spelled out the meaning of that song any more clearly in the title. Oh, they couldn't of have. The thing. Had I known right. that was the title of the song, right. Yeah. And then as you True. said that, I'm like quickly like trying to go through my catalog in my head and I'm like, oh, that's what, that's hot for teeth. That's like what there, that is. There are some songs that are veiled references to things like uh, that cherry pie, you know, she's my cherry pie. Like, you don't really yeah, 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 yeah. kind of have to think about hot for teacher. Like they're spelling it out for you in the title of the song on what it's about. So I, I like that's a good example. I didn't even know that's what they're saying in that song is hot for tea. But, you know, it's because Rocky rolls more about the guitar than the words. It's like the one kind of music where that's the case. Right. You're listening yeah. to the band as much as you're listening to the music. I mean, as as much as the lyrics. And I'm usually like lyrics are now as I'm older, like that's what I'm listening for. But not with that. With rock and roll, I need just a guitar riff like I need, you know, my face melted off. And so we'll see. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to start a rock band apparently here at Sports Daily. We'll come up with a good name. We'll take your uh, band name suggestions, by the way. So uh, it's basically me on a bongo because I don't have a drum set anymore. Tommy on a guitar, uh, lead and rhythm, uh, and, All three and Chad on the bass. Yeah. Yeah, and Jad on bass. So uh, we don't know who will sing yet. Maybe always. Maybe we'll rotate around a little bit. I'll have to uh, borrow like a early bass. Early Aerosmith, so. We could do uh, probably yeah, three okay. parts. So Jad needs harmonies. a bass. We need a band name, and we need 100% of the uh, equipment, please, uh, to the listeners out there. So yeah. uh, there's that. Uh, Tommy, let's go to the world of sports. We talked a lot yesterday about Zach Wilson. Well, the Jets go and get Trevor Simeon. Uh, I continue to say, though, that Zach Wilson will be the quarterback. Simeon has not been 
very good lately in the NFL, but you know, he's probably shown us more at times in his career than like what, what we've seen of him, his best has been better than what we've seen of Zach Wilson. So it's an interesting signing for the jets, but it's not, it's not necessarily a needle mover of any sort that, that works for us that way. So, um, I don't know what that means. I, I don't think it means much. Like, I don't think Trevor Simeon's going to walk in there and become the starter right away. No, and, and he, you know, more than likely, you know, may get some garbage time, or if Zach Wilson continues to struggle, they, they, they put him in. But I don't see Trevor Simeon being the kind of guy to really, uh, you know, improve things all that much if he does replace Zach Wilson. There have been, you know, a lot of, uh, lot of different names that have been thrown out there. Um, we know that Matt Ryan... Uh, reached out, his agent reached out to the Jets, but then ultimately that didn't happen. Uh, it sounds like the representatives from Carson Wentz have reached out. That didn't really go anywhere. Did you read about Colin Kaepernick? It's been a long time since Kaepernick has been in the league. He wrote a letter apparently to the GM of the Jets asking if they would sign him to the practice squad. Uh, a lot of different names uh, being thrown out there, but it looks like Trevor Simeon will be at least the, the veteran backup moving forward. You know, a name like Kaepernick is interesting because normally uh, it's like, okay, we don't want that that distraction, right? That's what people – there's not going to be anything that's more distracting than how bad Zach Wilson's playing. So it's right. not as concerning here, I think, as it might be in some situations because right now you've got the attention because you're just like sitting on this good roster, wasting away right now. And, and man, I feel bad for Zach Wilson, and I will say his attitude has been good. Uh, and he's handling this well. The problem is he's just not good enough. And and we're like, there's nothing that we've seen over three years now, Tommy. Three years. Like guys don't get this long. Yeah. They don't. I mean, Justin Fields. The, the is sad thing. The sad thing about Zach Wilson that, that I feel badly about for him is that the Jets brought him back this season with the expectation that he would be able to learn under Aaron Rodgers. Right. Like right. that was the expectation. They invested quite a bit in him. He comes in. The, the thought is Aaron Rodgers will lead the team, but then, you know, Zach Wilson can be there to kind of soak up like a sponge the things that Aaron Rodgers does. And then that lasted all of four plays. And now Zach Wilson is thrust back into the spotlight when he's clearly not ready for it, clearly not prepared for it, and clearly not capable of doing anything with it. And so, you know, at this point, you, you've got to make a change. You've got to figure out, what you're going to do. And, and now you've got, you know, Aaron Rodgers, and I don't blame him, you know, going on to the Pat McAfee show like he does every single week and, and talking about how, you know, the Jets organization needs to come together and stop, you know, the bickering and all this stuff. I mean, I, I don't think you could have scripted a more disastrous start to the season than what's happened to the Jets franchise. Probably not. Uh, I mean, yeah, if you if you went into the season and said, what's the worst thing that can happen to the Jets? The answer was always going to be an injury to Aaron Rodgers. I mean, we, right. that, that's not terribly, you know, it's not surprising that we're seeing this level of chaos. I, I think we all saw that coming. It's that there has to be a better alternative. There has to be because what what's there is is seems like can't get worse. Uh, you know, which is always fool's gold. Of course, it can, but I mean, it's just like what you know. What are you gonna do? I I, I don't know. Like, and there really shouldn't be this level of chaos. I mean, I understand the chaos around the quarterback position, 
but and I also understand the market that the Jets are in where you've got the media in New York just constantly they're like vultures circling around I understand all of that but also there's enough talent on the team outside of the quarterback position that I understand you lose Aaron Rodgers and you go to Zach Wilson it's going to be pretty shocking you know and 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 a big time downgrade but enough talent is on the team outside of the quarterback that you know, th- there shouldn't be this level of chaos. There should still be able to be some kind of semblance of a team that can be successful. I agree because they're too, they were they were moderately successful last year. Right. right. They were real close last year. And so you, you just can't take it. You can't take the same step backward. Like, Matt Ryan doesn't make sense to me because their line's not very good, and Matt Ryan at his age would get crushed there. I, I love Matt Ryan as a quarterback, you know, back in his day, but it's not it's not the fit, right? Flacco makes sense because he knows the team, but does he know this new system? And he's sort of got that same issue, right, where he's older and not mobile, and is that ever going to work right in New York? But all of these young guys who can move around a little bit, like what's Colt McCoy doing now? Uh, what's... A Kaepernick, I, I mean, I don't know. Work him out, see if he can play. Like, I, who knows? And but anybody that can run around is going to give you at least something. <sighs> I mean, I don't. How many weeks is it going to be? Over under two more weeks, we see Zach Wilson as a starting quarterback for the Jets. Well, I think I mean, we may I, see him one more one more time, and that'll be it. We'll see him one more time this weekend against the Chiefs, I think. And you know, knowing what more than likely will end up being a disaster. And again, it's not just the Chiefs. It's the Chiefs on Sunday night football in primetime at home for the Jets. You know, and so if if you go out there and you lay an egg, which more than likely, knowing what Zach Wilson does, he's probably going to do that. Uh, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility at all that we see Trevor Simeon coming in at some point during this game. Yeah. Um, we'll see what the Jets do. And again, Simeon there now. And I don't know what I don't understand is why they haven't gone to the backup yet and just given that a shot. Let's take a quick break. I want to leave plenty of time. There's been a lot of the bulletin board material for college football coaches has been on high display uh, this year between between, uh, you know, Lou Holtz now in the news, Ryan Day taking personal offense, Dan Lanning. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll. We'll take a look at this. Do we have any issue with it? Prime, of course, putting you know Coach Talk into the spotlight this year. That'll be next. Sports Daily IHOP Hotline is open, 869-1240. Let's do our Dropkick Murphys giveaway right now. It's our newest giveaway. We've got five pair to give away between now and next Wednesday. This will be next Wednesday, the 4th at The Wave. Outdoor stage, 650 East 2nd. Show starts at 7 with Jesse Ahern and The Interrupters. Celtic Rock with the Dropkick Murphys. Wednesday night at the Wave, ICT in Old Town. Third caller during the break. We'll go see the Dropkick Murphys on us, 869-1240. We'll be back with more Sports Daily right after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back in to Sports Daily. Congratulations to Chris for winning our first pair of tickets to the Dropkick Murphys at Wave ICT. Uh, good luck with that one, Chris. Tommy, we talked about this right before the break. It has been more than normal, and it's always a lot, it feels like, coaches using bulletin board material to motivate their teams. Deion Sanders has, you know, famously and publicly done this from, like, day one in Colorado. It's effective, clearly. Well, then you've seen, uh, you know, Norvell at Colorado State try to use it a little bit. And, look, you know, Colorado State was up for that game, I think, more than people thought. I, I You know, it didn't – they didn't win, but probably effective to play that up a little bit. Uh, we saw then Dan Lanning – Famously now with his like we saw a little clip of a pregame speech before the Oregon Colorado game. And, you know, people are trying to act offended by all that. And then Ryan Day after the Ohio State win over Notre Dame, which Notre Dame really let that go. Just disappointing for my pocketbook. Um, then, you know, he, he takes a shot at Lou Holtz for saying something on a pregame show about them being soft. Like coaches seem to be. And they always look for this stuff, but even harder now looking for things to motivate teams. I I think it's the only one of those that felt truly personal was Ryan Day. Like he seemed legitimately offended. And Ryan and I get it. Ryan Day's been listening to this same message now for what, four or five years. They can't get over the edge. They're soft, all these things. So I get his a little bit, but like Dan Lanning doesn't have, and he's taken special care, you know, now after the game, and even he did before the game to like talk about how much good work Prime's done and everything. It's just motivation, guys. Like, can we stop getting so like up in arms about up in arms, our favorite term, right? About coaches in a pregame locker room speech trying to motivate a bunch of young people. Like, of course they're going to use anything they can use to get those guys excited for a game. That wasn't the only one. Jake Dickert, the uh, head coach at Washington State, went after Lee Corso from what Lee Corso said on College Game Day <laughs> over the weekend. And, uh, and and really, like he didn't hear what Lee Corso said correctly. He went after him. So Lee Corso was on game day talking about the Washington State-Oregon State matchup. And I guess the language that Lee Corso used was the nobody wants us bowl, which is true. Like they're the two schools in the Pac-12 that didn't end up going anywhere in this latest round of conference realignment. What Jake Dickert thought, Lee Corso said, is the nobody's watching bowl. And he did not like that at all and went after him in a press conference and, and, and like didn't even hear him correctly. 
you've got like these coaches going after 80 some year olds like what are we doing here Lee Corso and Lou Holtz are like almost 90 years old both of them and these coaches are going after them like it's I understand like you're trying to do anything you can to fuel the fire and get motivation and all that but come on now the margins are so razor thin at the highest levels of college football so I get the motivating factor of it like to me Dan Lanning's made the most sense from a coaching perspective. I agree. Right? Like, it was right before the game. All the attention is on Colorado when Oregon is really good. Yeah. And, like, yeah, that should bother you. Nobody's like paying it, attention to a top-10 team. and like Right. Like, and, that and, should and, bother you, know. you if you're an Oregon football player. Does it bother Dan Lanning? Probably not that much. But it bothers him probably that his kids aren't getting the amount of attention he thinks they deserve. So, yeah, right. you use it. You stick it right up on the bulletin board and yep. you go. And I, I like the, the words that he used in the pregame speech to his players, you know, about how— they're fighting for clicks and we're fighting for wins. Now, is that accurate? I don't know. No, Probably it's not. not. It's not it's accurate. Not. But, but you're but using it to motivate your team accurate. before yeah. a game. You know, and, and I would imagine those are things that he would say in the locker room to his players, regardless if there was a camera there or not. The other, I mean, it, it is a little bit different when you're comparing that to Ryan Day going after an octogenarian exactly. I in a post-game interview, you know, after after Ohio State wins on a you know pretty gutsy play to end the game. And rather than talking about, about that, you're calling out Lou Holtz. Like, what are you doing? Number one, of course Lou Holtz is going to have a bias in talking about that game. Number two— He coached Notre Dame. Of course he I know. is. Number two, I, I've, I've met and talked to Lou Holtz, by the way. He's really, really interesting, nice guy. Uh, I don't think that most of your players know who Lou Holtz is. Like, let's right. just be honest about this. I, so maybe they were able, look, maybe they were able to use that and that put it over the edge. I would feel like, you know, uh, Freeman only having 10 guys defending the final play of the game maybe had a little more to do with it, you know, than right. than what Lou Holt said. But it, it's okay. Like, I, and and I get, like, it, I can't imagine, and I don't want to, like, o- like over-criticize these guys for taking that kind of offense because that's a sort of spotlight we don't have a good grasp of, right? Like, you've got people coming at you every day. Every day they're coming at you. That that would get old. Like, that would get old no matter who right. you are. And you know what I like about this Ryan Day-Lou Holtz situation is that even though Lou Holtz is, I think he's, what, 86 years old or something like he's that? He's old, man. Ryan Day goes after him. And it's not like Lou Holtz has been quiet. Like, Lou Holtz is going right back at Ryan Day. Oh, he is, he, yeah. Yeah, his quote was uh, about about Ryan Day. He said, I can understand why he did. He doesn't want to talk about Michigan 0-2. He doesn't want to talk about the big game coming up against Penn State and against Michigan again. Ohio State's a good football team. I don't think they're a great football team. He can go after me all he wants. I love it. Fire back, Lou. Let him have it. Let him have it. I got no love lost for Ohio State. Uh, I'm still mad about the Miami game way back when. The, the, and you know what? The, streak. the the stuff that Ryan Day said about Lou Holtz, like that's one thing after the game. But the thing that really bugged me was when Ryan Day said, it's always been Ohio against the world. R- really? Well, it, it I think been? he means, I don't really? think he no, means Ohio State. I don't think he means Ohio State. I think he means the state of Ohio. But I don't think that's true either. 
no, but that's like they that's sort of a motto there. Like they everybody in Ohio, it's blue collar, you know, nobody Cincinnati and Cleveland feel like, you know, they're left out a little bit. Travis Kelsey brought it up the other day on McAfee when they were talking about getting in fights at pre he's like, Man, that's the Ohio in me. Like there's a fighting spirit to Ohio that is a little bit there's a I think there's a reality to that perception. I don't think he meant it's everybody. I think I think he was talking about more of the state of Ohio than Ohio State. If he's talking about Ohio State. That's crazy, right? Like, yeah. they're they're one of the handful of teams that have an advantage over the rest of college football. So yep. yeah, don't don't miss miss me with that. But I'm not sure what he meant there. But it, it is fun. I I enjoy that piece of it. It does sometimes like bleed a little bit of the you know reality into the situation. And some of the greatest coaches of all time will take a mile when you give an inch on a perceived slight, right? And some of the best players, maybe the greatest athlete of any team sport of all time, Michael Jordan. Nobody used that motivation better than him. Uh, you know, it's it's a part of what makes them great. They've got to find different ways to find motivation. And then so for coaches, it's a part of what makes teams great. you got to find different ways to motivate them. Look, it's hard to motivate people to do the same job over and over again. I get it. Like, you know, I've it's hard in every walk of life to do that. It's hard to motivate your kids to eat breakfast before school every day. You gotta find different ways to like get people excited about the same thing. So I get it. I get it. I I love it though. And now we've got a Ryan Day Lou Holtz beef. Let's go. That's entertaining is all get out. All right, we're gonna come back still to come in the second hour. A couple more giveaways. We're gonna give away Paw Patrol movie tickets. We're gonna give away Wichita Thunder hockey tickets. We're going to give away some HTO. Uh, Lots to come here for you. That IHOP hotline will be open after our next segment. Of course, it's brought to you by IHOP, where guests can enjoy the new pumpkin spice pancake combo. Joining us on it, though, top of the hour here, Kevin Salt, Wichita State Athletic Director. That's where we head next on Sports Daily. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.